once again this morning for being in your presence and your house and your love and mercy and grace. And Father, you've already done some miracles this morning. You've already healed and restored today. And God, let us continue to be open these next few moments of your word today. Father God, the ears will be attentive and listen. The heart will be receptive. Father God, they will apply principles that they hear today from you and your word and your spirit. And God, go and it'll it'll make a a mark on their life and make a, a better life in their life this year, Father God. So we just pray that this morning that you just speak through our vocal cords, think through our mind. It's all of you this morning and none of us that lives will be touched. In Jesus' name we pray. And all of God's people say it. You got your word. Hold this word up and let's confess this word this morning. Father God, I hold your word. I read your word. Walk by it. Act by it. Talk by it. The world around me sees the word in me. Cause the word in me. The world around me. My neighbor. My workplace will become changed. The word tells me how to be saved, healed, feel, and bless. And I am what it says I am. I'm highly favored. This is my best year yet in Jesus' name. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. Amen. Amen. I want to ask you a question this morning. I want you to think about this. And, uh, if you don't have a notebook, you need to get out, get to the, go to the buy the bookstore and you, and, and, and get you one. But I want to just ask you a simple question. And I'm going to give you the answer to it. So it's real simple. Let me ask you a question more. Do you know who you are? Do you know who you are this morning? Do you know? Write that down. You might want to write that down. Do you know who you are this morning? Do I know who I am? Make it personal. Do I know who I am? Now, I might say this a couple more times this morning, but you don't get nothing else. Get this. Because there's one other thing I want you to get to. Do I know who I am? Do I know who I am? I'm going to give you the answer. You know who you are? You are the average of the five people you spend the most of your time around. Mm. You are an average of the five people you spend the most of your time around. Now, I'm just going to sit down on this if you if you if you don't if you don't associate with a lot of people and you just watch a lot of TV, that's why you lack like you act. <laughs> you can't talk to nobody because you don't talk to nobody. But you are an average of the five people that you spend the most of your time around. Now, that is pretty deep, but that is a, that is studies and facts. That is a fact. So we, as a believer, we got to watch who we spend our time around. Now, some of you already think, but I have to work with this person. That's right. So that person is now your mission field to begin to minister to them and begin to change their way of thinking, their talking, and their attitude. Because, see, if you don't change them, guess who they changing? Hmm. 
That's the part that's wrong with you. But you are an average of the five people around you. That's why some people, (laughs) that's why some people, you know, sometimes they just can't, excuse me saying this word, they just can't shut up. (laughs) Well, one of those people there around just always talks. Now, y'all don't be pointing fingers at nobody, okay? <laughs> you ever see that person sometime and, and you see them, not all the time, but sometimes they just think they know everything? Well, they've been around that person too much that knows everything. And so that's why you see this person, they act five different ways sometimes. Because they're an average of all those five that they hang around because what you hang around, it either influences you or you influence it. And so I want you to think about that. Think about that this year. Think about the five people that you are around the most. And what I'm saying this morning is simple this. If you would just be a saint of God, stand on that word, live by that word, act by that word 24-7. Yes, sometimes that's pretty tough. You will influence those those five that you're spending the most time around. And then your spirit will dominate the situation and they will be better and you'll be a whole lot better. But now that's going to be a work in progress throughout this year. So that's one of my assignments to you this year is to work on those five people you spend most of your time around. Amen. See, I'm quiet. My, the part of me that is quietness because I'm around Brother Johnny a lot during the week and he sometimes can be quiet. You know, he's not, he's not real vocal like me, you know. Pastor Betty's still back there today. And Pastor Betty, you know, can be loud and just talk and talk and talk. So I'm around her sometime and then that's where I get to talking and talking because, see, I'm just kidding about that, amen. But I want you to get that this morning. You are who you are. Because you are based, your life is based on the, you're an average of the five people you spend most of your time with. So let's influence those five people instead of those five people influencing us. Amen? Y'all still love me today? I trust you do because you want to go to heaven. Amen? So get over it. We're going to talk about some things today. I'm going to read some things to you today, and we're going to give these things out to you at the end of the end of the service this morning. But go with me this morning to Luke chapter nine. Luke chapter nine, verse one. There. And get some get some uh, things for this new year. It's a brand new year. Um. You know, some people make all these other slogans and things about the year. um, But the biggest thing you need to do is just get in the Word for this year. Get in the Word. In Luke 9, verse 1 and verse 2, it says, He called the twelve disciples together and gave them power and authority over all the devils and to cure diseases. And He sent them to preach the kingdom of God and to heal the sick. Now, the New Living Translation says it this way. It, it spans that out. One day, Jesus called together his 12 disciples and gave them power and authority. 
What's the difference in those words? Power is it's been placed in you. Authority is you have the authority to use that power. And so he gave together and gave them power and the authority to cast out all demons. And to what? Heal what? Some? A little? If it's God's will? All diseases. So, let me just implement this right here, right now. According to the word of God, not according to me, but according to this word of God, Jesus died on the cross that all demons could be cast out and all diseases be healed. Now, we have seen, I have some seen some people that die. They died with the disease. They had Jesus and they went to heaven. I don't have the answers for all of that. But I know the Bible says that we have been given the authority that all he heals all diseases. And I'll say this. So, the issue does not lie on God. It's on our side. It's on our side. I'm just telling you. That's see now. That, you know there may be some things that that that, that we uh, you may feel like you get cut up this year in church because see if you don't get greater understanding of the word you're going to keep dealing with what you're dealing with you've been dealing with for years. Amen. But when you get a uh, 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 a clearer, more understanding and a, and a deeper revelation and a deeper knowledge of the Word of God and you know what the Word of God says about it, then you can go out and do something about the situation. But when you don't do that, when you don't know that, then you won't do it and then you'll just keep accepting it the way it is. So that may hurt a little bit because it's going to be on us and it's going to cost us. Hey man, you're going to have to sort of buckle up or, or say, mm, boy, that hurt. Hey man. But if we want to change, we got to do something. Amen. Amen. And he also says in the word of God, my people perish for lack of knowledge of the word of God. So the more the word of God we get, the more the word of God we get, the better we be as a Christian. Let's get understanding of the word of God. So he heals all diseases. He, he can he heals all diseases. Now flip back. A few chapters in Luke chapter 4. And look at a, uh, a verse here in Luke 4, 36. Luke four thirty six and says, They were all amazed and spake among them, saying, says, What a word is this? For with authority and power he commanded the unclean spirits. And they what? And they come out. They come out. They come out. Now look at this in the NLT. Amaze the people explain what authority and power this man's words possess. <clears throat> now there's another scripture in the Bible, Proverbs, that says life and death in the power of the tongue. So he says... What authority and power this man's words possess. 
We got to be careful what we say. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. And you got to go around and say, when somebody says, are you sick? Don't agree with them. The Bible says, we're to agree. You shall have it. Say, no, I've got something trying to attack my well body. I've got something trying to attack my well body because by the stripes of Jesus, my body is what? Healed. Now, see, I'm talking about we got to start exercising this authority. Now, see, when we get more understanding of this, we can go visit somebody and they'll leave. We can go visit somebody and we'll pray for them. And when we leave, the next door neighbor says, what's going on in there? I just heard y'all hollering and tearing up the house. Make a difference, see? It'll make a difference. Because the Bible says when God shows up and the joy of the Lord comes on you, there's a shout. Amen? It's like when you strike a fire under somebody. There's a shout. There's a shout. It's exciting. Amen? It's exciting. He says, even the evil spirits obey him and they flee at his command. So there's been, there, we see these scriptures identifies that there's power in God's words. Jesus spoke. There's power in his words. Say there's power in Jesus' words. Now say this, there's power in my words. See, and it works both ways, positive or negative. Works both ways. See, because Brother John's talking about today in class this morning. Because see, you plant a seed, it, that seed's going to come up. I was talking to an elderly lady, this elderly man, excuse me, this week, 80-something years old. We were sitting out by the garden. He was sitting out there where his turnips, where the, where the cold killed his turnips. And he's not really a church-going person. But he began to talk about that seed and about, he says, you know, what it, that seed you plant, that's why it's going to come up. I said, yes, you're right. And he said, that's just the way when people talk about other people, what they plant is going to come up. And so whatever, you, whatever you're talking and saying, I mean, it, 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 it's going to come up, your family. You got to begin to talk and say, they, my family is whole, healed, and well, and safe. Amen. 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 And my child's going to act better than his, than his daddy did when he was growing up. Man. You got to, you got to, you got to speak and believe that. I know that's a little common, but you got to, you got to speak and believe that. It's the positive that we got, we got, we got to speak. Now, how many of you, how many of you really believe these scriptures I just read? Now, I'm setting you up. I'm setting you up. How many of you really believe these scriptures I just read? You really believe they're from the Bible? Did you read them from the Bible? All right. Go to John 14 and 12. John 14 and 12. Get this. Need to turn the page. You need to see this now. This ain't no setup. You need to see this. There in John 14 and 12. He says, Verily, verily, I say unto you. Jesus says, I say unto you, He that believeth on me, He that believeth on Jesus, the works that I do, shall he do what? Also. Tell me something. Somebody tell me something Jesus did. 
Huh? He healed the sick. He walked. He walked on water. Cast out devils. There you go. He raised the dead. The works that I do shall he do also and greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my father. Can somebody just say that he's talking about me? He that believe, how many of you believe on God? Well, that verse is for you. He that believeth on me, the works that I do shall he also, and the greater works than these shall he do because I go unto my Father. My friend today, I want to serve notice on you today. You got to begin to get in this word. This is find the answer to your problem, and this is your final authority. That's what you got to do this year. You got to believe that. Now, when you start doing that and believing that, I believe the Spirit's going to begin to reveal things and begin to show you things. You got to, you got to push away. You got to let off. You got to let go. Now you're dealing with the flesh, see? And you're dealing with your soul, your mind, will, and emotions. And we're familiar with that, but some may not be, but, but you're a three-part being. You live in a body. You possess a soul of a mind, will, and emotion, and you are a spirit. And so when you ask God to come in and, and feel that spirit, then that spirit of Jesus is, is woken up in you. And now you got that spirit's wanting to serve God. The body wants to lay in the, in, in the bed on Sunday morning. The soul, the mind, will, and emotion say, well, I need to go. I know I need to go. Oh, but the rest is so good. And so if those are, those are warring against one another, here's the spirit saying, let's go to church. Let's go to church. But if you let these two win, you're going to stay at home. Look at somebody and say, you didn't stay at home today, man. So you're not in that category this morning. Now look at somebody and say, do it next Sunday too, amen. So, so you, you, you wrestle with that. But so when, so, but see, the spirit operates on the final thought of the word of God. So when you stick with that, you stand on it, you go on how to push through. You go on how to push things aside in the flesh and the, and the mind, the, the will and emotions. You go on how to push things aside and, and you go on how to pray when everybody else may be going somewhere else. You may have to read when everybody else is doing something else. Or you may have to go and do some ministry when everybody else is doing something else. Those things that help you grow and you, and what it is, you're growing to standing on the word and growing in the word. And it's the part, it's how you live when nobody else is around. It makes a difference. Okay. It's how you live when nobody else is around. It makes a difference. Cause I want to tell you, I will, I will, I can report to you. That's when the devil will really show up and you got to overcome him. You know, you, you, you walk in here and, 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 and sing or try to teach or, or act so, or act so spiritual. But if you read that week, that, have you read the word that week when nobody else was around? That's where it's at. That's where it's at. That's where it's at. But he says we can do greater things. Say greater things. Greater things. Now look at this in the message translation. Uh, verse 11 through 14. Look at this. He says, believe me, I am in my Father and my Father is in me. If you can't believe that, believe what you see, these works. Verse 12. 
The person who trusts me will not only do what I'm doing, uh oh, but even greater things. The person who trusts me will not only do what I'm doing, but even greater things. How many of you trust the Lord? Oh, you ought to start doing some great things this week, this week, this year, this month. Because I, on my way to be the, to the Father, am giving you the same work to do that I've been doing. Some people say, well, I don't know what to do. Duh, just do what Jesus did. Boy, that's a revelation, ain't it? You know what that is? The biggest thing, just love, just love people. Just love people. See, if you'll just start loving people, then God will lead you where your really destined ministry is. <clears throat> but just start loving people first. Just start lo- See, if you can't love people first, then first thing you need to do is accept Jesus to be the Lord of your Savior. Get saved. Amen. Because I'm on my way to the Father and giving you the same work to do I've been doing. You can count on it. Verse 13. From now on, whatever you request along the lines of who I am and what I'm doing, he said what? From now, whatever you request along the lines of who I am and what I'm doing, I'll do it. That's how the Father will be seen for who he is in the Son, he says, I mean it. And in verse 14, whatever you request in this way, I'll do. Whatever we request in the way of the word of God, he'll do it. My friend today, I want to report to you, this is your final authority. You got to stand on the word of God. You've got to stand on the word of God. You've got to stand on the word of God. Now, if it's, if it's, if it's, if it's all, if it's all on us, then we're walking and living by our works. And it's not all on that because the Bible says that he come to set us free. We've been free from condemnation. We live in, in the time of grace. We living in the grace period. Now that's not meaning you got grace to go do whatever you want to do. No, it means you've got grace. Jesus loves you. When you mess up, he still loves you. And, and when you mess up, you can come to him and it help you realize not to want to go do it again. It don't give you a license to sin that some people teach. But we living in the grace of God. And so it's, see, it's not, it's not on us. It's on Jesus what he done. So we accept that grace and we love and serve him. And it's not by our works. The Bible says by, it's not by your works by any man should boast. So it's by us loving him. And when you love him for what he's done, then you'll want to serve him. It's not serving to get to heaven, but it's loving him. And then when you love him for what he's done, then you'll want to serve him out of your heart. Can you say amen? Now look at 2 Peter chapter 1 and chapter 1, then we're going to read some stuff to you. 2 Peter chapter 1 verse 1 through 4. He says, Simon Peter. So now we, we, Jesus is gone and, and, uh, and here's one of the, one of the great guys that wrote so, so much in the Bible that, uh, uh, got, got just let the flesh override him a few times, but he, he, he made it good and ain't he like all of us? Amen. Simon Peter, a servant, an apostle of Jesus Christ to them that have obtained like precious faith. Somebody will say, that's me. Amen. With us through the righteousness of God and our Savior Jesus Christ. Verse 2. 
Grace and peace be multiplied unto you through the knowledge of God and Jesus our Lord. You ought to shout, that's me, amen. Verse 3, according as his divine power have given unto us all things that pertain unto life and godliness through the knowledge of him that have called us to glory and virtue. And verse 4, whereby are given unto us, say that's me, amen, exceedingly great and precious promises. And here they are right here. These things have been given unto you, that by these you might be partakers, say I'm a partaker, amen, of the divine nature, having escaped the corrupted that is in the world through what? Lust. But we get in this word, we overcome that by getting in this word. And as we get in this word, we realize this is our final authority. And when you realize this is your final authority and you stand on the word, when you stand on it, it'll work for you. And then you've been given power and you can overcome that power. Amen. Now I'm going to read some prophecy that's been given out. uh, And we're going to give you these brochures out. You'd like to have one at the end of the service. Some of these, uh, some, some ministers that, uh, some people don't think highly about them. That's good. But when you, uh, when you, uh, be able to research them out and you, and, and you know and know more about them and where they came from and how God has moved and blessed in them, uh, and don't list, just listen to some media and what, what somebody said. So you don't need to go around this year saying what somebody said. Okay. What you need to go around saying this this year is, this is what the Word said. This is what the Word said. So will you promise me this year when you hear somebody say, well, somebody says, I hope I don't want to hear it. That'll change a whole lot of conversations. (coughs) Excuse me. That'll change a whole lot of conversations. But let me read this to you. This is 2023. 2023 will be exciting as it can be. It will be the time when you will say it and the devil will flee. All around you will begin to rise up like great mountains of victory. And you will stand strong and say, God is on my side in 2023 because he is blessing me. If you want to shout, just run. It's fine. Go ahead. Just don't hurt that and it's asleep. Amen. So let me read this to you. Hopefully you ain't sleeping this morning. What about 2023? What will 2023 be like? Lots of change. Lots of changes. Numerous amounts of changing. A lot of disturbance that are in the nation now will begin to be ironed out during this year. Listen to this. Because of the major decisions that the Supreme Court has made. Once the Supreme Court here makes it, God makes it. He makes it right and turns it around. But 2023 will be as good as it can be because you know the truth and the truth will make you free. Glory to God. You will know and understand more about this book and its authority in our lives. So we rejoice in it. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the blood covenants in this book. Yes, it will be a a year of great healings. It will be a year. And we, we started that this morning. Amen. It will be a year of, 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 of great healings and whole churches will be healed, brought back to a place that they have lacked for the past five years. See, we've got some prophecy we're going to be able to document this year. It will be a year of judgment, good judgment. I will judge things good. It will be a year of judgment upon bad things. Now listen to this. 
Buckle up. People who do not pay attention to what the word is saying and pay no attention to my word and my people, they will come to a place where it is just an act of judgment because of the seeds they have sown. And many, many of them will come to pass in 2023. Now, I want you to understand something about that prophecy. That is not God. That is not God putting judgment on them. That is them reaping what they have sowed. You got to remember that. See, if you're not careful, people will get into that and they'll preach. They'll get back preaching condemnation to people. See, God loves people today. He loves us so much. He sent his son to die on the cross for us. And so we walk in the blessings today. We walk in the favor and the blessings of God today. Now, if you don't obey the word, you're not going to be in line for the blessings and the favor of God. So that means you're not doing right. You're doing bad. And what you sow is what you're going to reap. So it's not God. The problem is you've gotten away from God's hand. You, you're not under God's hand of blessing. And so you over here where the enemy can come in and try to take you out and do what? He says he come to what? Kill, steal, and to destroy. So you, you, you better get under the umbrella of God's blessings and stay in the favor of God. But if, but if not, we, the, the prophecy says that we're going to see, see people, they're going to pass away. And it's not God's judgment on them. Is they're reaping what they sow. So you need to always have understanding of that. There are those that will say glory to God. I have been corrected and my finances are straightened out. And there are others who will say, I do not understand all. I do not understand why all this happened to me. But I guess God, I give God the praise. But people will begin to know and understand the victory is at hand. When you worship me. When you praise me, when you put my word of final authority in your life, you need to remember that. I want to give you this, I want to give you this, this prophecy. He says, but people will begin to know and understand the victory is at hand when you worship him, when you praise him, and you put my word as final authority in your life. Quote, you will know another one. You will know me because I am the truth. I'm the life. I'm the way. My father is true. When the two of us together in your life, truth will become a way of life for you. It will break the bondages the devil has put in there. And this is a prophecy. And I quote, all of this will come to pass before 2023 is half through. Church, we got some documentation, you know, and I tell you before, now this is prop, this, this has been problems. Now, if this don't happen, we can write these, we, we write these men of God off. But I follow some of these people that, it, that, that they, they, they in line with God. They in line with God. And so we just, we just need, we just need to be ready to shout. Amen. We need to be ready to shout within half, within half. Think about that. Within half of the year. It's another part of it. There will be many that will bow down their knee to Baal. There will be many that bow the knee to me, saith the Lord. For the outpouring of my generosity and my goodness has begun and will continue and go on and on. For the bottom line is the freedom of my people and the true freedom of this nation. The people that raised this nation up are part of the great cloud of witnesses. They are witnesses in in it in the spirit, the power of the resurrection of this nation to bring it back to its original roots and to bring it back to me on bending knee. Can you say amen? amen. I believe we're going to see that this year. 
I've heard from heaven, from my people, and I will get it done. It will look better, do better, and be stronger than you've ever dreamed it could be. This is 2023. Can you give the Lord a hand clap of praise? I believe that. Amen. I believe that. We got, but, but all of this, we got to make sure that the word is our final authority in our life. We got to make sure of that. You got to make sure that this word is your final authority. You got to believe that this word is the real thing. Amen. This word is the real thing this year. And we, and, and it is our assignment to teach you, to get you understanding this is, this is the final authority. What the doctor said is a fact. What the lawyer said is a fact. What they told you at the job is a fact. It, it, it is a fact. But this is the truth, my friend. And the truth will override the fact at any time. It was a fact that Lazarus was dead. He'd been dead. He'd been dead for four days. But the truth was that Jesus said, I speak life and it will live again. You have got to get the truth is the final authority. Truth is the final authority. Because with God, all things are possible. With him, nothing shall be impossible. And I want to encourage you, these cards in the, in the foyer, my daily confession. You need to try to read that every day. Every day, preferably in the morning. You say, well, preacher, you don't know when my feet hit the floor. Shoot. Well, I tell you what, lay aside your bed and before your feet hit the floor and you shoot, read this. <laughs> read this. And then at night, you can't sleep, flip it over and read that at night. That's your sleep confession. It ain't nothing but the word of God. But do that. And there's three cards I want you to put, make a daily part of you. This is one of them, and the other one is this right here. These are prayers for your pastors in this church. That you pray over, pray those every day, somewhere, morning, night, that you just, the January, you you pray that for us. And then the other side is a daily prayer that you would, you would pray about leaders in the church and ministers in the church. And about relationships. Philippians 2, 3. You ought to know this scripture by now. We gotta, gotta push away yourself. Amen. Put yourself aside to do what? Help others. Jesus helped who? Others. He helped others. And the third card, last but not least, this is a card that God shared with me way back, a few months back, to share with you that will revolutionize your life and it'll, it'll bring minister to this church and touch our community like never before. One side of it is the four ingredients of growth. You gotta, you gotta know those. The five things we're committed to do, evangelism, worship, discipleship, and leadership. And it's about our mission and our motto, we are a ministry that what? Changes lives. That's what Jesus does. But the other side of it, we're gonna give you one before you leave today, that it will change 
this community. It'll change your life, your home, your family, this community. And it even changed this church. That It'll change this church that we can't even comprehend what God wants to do. And it's simply this. That you will, throughout this whole entire year, this is something I'm, I'm serious. I want you to pray about, and my time's running out, but I want you to pray about and be led of the Spirit. That God leads you to minister to three, or three homes, or three individuals in 2023. This is what I want you to do. You pour Jesus into them. They're your mission field for 2023. And your goal is to introduce Jesus to them. How's that? By just loving them. That ain't going up to them and say, you know, you're going to hell for that. No. It's just loving them. It's just simply loving them. They may be your next door neighbor. They may be somebody you work with. They may be somebody you don't even know. And they may be somebody you've not even run in, in contact with yet. But I want you to pray. Now, this is a serious thing. I'm telling you, God, God shared this with me way, way back, a couple months back, way back in October. That you pray throughout this year. It may, that third person may not be to December. I don't know. But you pray, God, who is the three people? Is it the houses, the people? Who, 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 who is it? Who is it? And you allow God to lead you. Because Jesus said, after all, all three of these are your neighbor. Or you don't even know them. Or they live beside of you, close to you, or they're on the job. What I'm talking about and in inviting you to do is to be open with the Lord. That God will lead you. They may be some of these people that you will pour into Food, financially wise, you will pour into time with. I don't know, but I'm telling you, when you do this, it's not only going to change their lives. It's going to change your lives. It's going to change the people's lives around them. It's going to change this church. And this ain't all about getting a big number. It's all about getting people into heaven. That's what it's all about. What's all about. But three in 23. Three in 2023. And you need to get you a book. And, and, and you need to pray. And as God spots like these people in your life, you, be, you, you begin to, you, you, you need to notate who that individual is and what you're doing and praying and seeking God every day. God, what, what, what I need to, I text them today, I call them, what I need to do today to those people. And see, if you're really, you're really, you're really seeking God about this. You won't forget these people. Spirit of God remind you, okay, today's the day you need to go by. Today's the day you need to call that guy and check on him. I'm telling you. I don't have all, I, I, it just began to blow, just, I just began to get carried away in the spirit. It's what God would do if we would do this. If we would do this. Because see, there's people that God is destined for you to touch that I can't touch. And so I want you to pray throughout this year. And I want you to keep it documented. And I'm telling you, man, by, by December, man, last Sunday, December, we ought to have some, some kind of testimony. Some kind of testimony. But you need to document these three people. 
As God leads you, it may be on into a year before that second or third person or even the first one comes. First couple of months, you may just be praying to, and, and, and saying, God, I just don't know, but, but, but you'll know. If you're really praying and, and open to God, you'll know. You'll know. You know, it, it, uh, this is probably not real spiritual, but y'all not identify with this. You know, somebody come up and saying, well, would you like some of this? And say, no. Nah. Would you like some of this? No. Nah. Would you like some of this? No. Nah. And then when they hit something that, that hits you, you know, you say, yeah, bring it on. Well, that'll be the way that be. You know, you'll be going, well, is it that person, that person? Nah. But you'll know when it, when, what household it is or what person it is. Now, I'm going to tell you, you need to brace yourself because if you'll really, if you'll really be open with this, Your flesh, your flesh is going to, your flesh is going to rise up and say, man, this is costing you something. It will. But the rewards back to you will be out of this world. And on top of that, you'll see families come into the kingdom of God. You'll see lives changed because of that. So I'm talking about a a year-long thing. That you're going to be pouring into three different homes or three different people, three different families. You be open to God. Now, don't, don't, don't cop out on God and say, well, God, you know, I feel like I need to do this. But, God, you know, I can't afford it. Well, either you missing it or you don't trust God. Amen. Well, God, I ain't got that kind of time. Well, God, you know, I ain't got that kind of finance. Well, God, I can't go do that for him. It's either you either miss God or, or you're trying to cop out on God. So you need to know which one, which one it is. But I'm telling you again, and as you go along this year with those, those three mission fields, you'll be able to stand on the Word of God as your final thoughts, and you'll be able to pour that in their lives. And you'll be able to make a difference in somebody's life. And church, we're only here for one thing. God created you because He wanted a family. And you are here to enlarge the family of God. That's why you're here. And you do that through your jobs. You do that through everything you do. So take these things and they're going to pass them out in just a little bit. But let God use you. And we'll talk about this all throughout the year. Maybe have testimony of some of what God's doing. But be open and let the Lord use you in this. Just be open and let Him, let Him, let Him use you. And, and, and let me say, some of these things God's going to use, and he, for lack of words, He's going to tell you, don't tell nobody who, who, you're, who, who you're ministering to. It's just you and God. Just you and God. Sometimes He may. You may God may say, hey, you need to go to the pastor and, and, and get, some, get some wisdom or something on it. But I feel like majority it's just going to be you and God on that mission field with those three people. Let God use you in that. But no, this is your final authority. This is your final authority. Father, we thank you today for your precious sheep and people that's come today and those that's watched and listened today. We thank you for them. We thank you for being here today. And we thank you, Lord, for what you've done, doing, going to do. And God, may we never, may we never rush through. May we never go so fast that we don't give people an opportunity to come for prayer. So, God, right now, before we go, 
Sir, ma'am, you're here this morning, and maybe you didn't come early, you didn't respond, and you'd like to respond now. I want to ask you to just be that man or woman, just get up and walk down. Say, you know, I'm coming to get, I'm coming to get Jesus, or I got to bring something to him before I leave today. If you'd like to do that, feel free right now. Father, you know every need today, and those that's watching and listening, we lift them up again today, that you go with them this week and be with them. Father, be with these precious people today and throughout this week, and we pray, Father God, Wednesday night as we gather back on the grounds, Father God, we get back to classrooms, back to services and teaching on Wednesday night. God, that you will move mildly in our Royal Rangers and in the, in the girls' ministries classes and the aftershock and the college and career. And Father, in this class in here on Wednesday night, God, with our transportation people that's being committed and faithful and these teams are outreach. God, we just thank you what you're going to do Wednesday night in this place. And Father, we thank you today that you go with these people. Give them good afternoon of rest and blessings and favor. And God, we speak a good, safe week on them. Blessed week, productive week. And Father, that you would just flow in and on them. And God, we just give you the praise and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. And everybody say it. Amen. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap of praise. <laughs>